0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he lifts the pilot. What it goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Al Dhuri
1: on Pulse 95.
2: Nice strike. and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar al I'm your host of everything sport, international and local. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about gamers and the Commonwealth Games and how important it is and how these people take this really, really seriously. Well, today on the show, for the first time ever, we're gonna have Manchester City professional FIFA esports players on the show today, on the Halftime Show. And the guys who are coming on today, they actually represent Manchester City. So Sean Shells Springer and Ryan Pessoa are gonna be on the show. They're finalists, they're coming out obviously to the UAE to do their thing, they're gonna be at the expo. There's a lot of things happening with that. And I'm gonna interview them today. And you'll be surprised by how much goes into gaming. Now I'm sure Mikey will love this episode because there's a lot that we discover from this show Make sure you check it out We're going to be on YouTube Pulse95 Radio We're going to be on 95FM Pulse95Radio.com And our app Sharjah Broadcasting Authority With the two Professional FIFA Esports Players Don't go anywhere folks See you in a bit This is the Halftime Show With Omar that Adouri one,
0: oh,
2: oh, 95, 95. 95 Oh he left the fire that Oh
1: this is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95.
2: Nice strike. Salam and welcome to the halftime show. with Omar Duri. I am your host. Cover everything sport, international and local. Now I was talking about the new generation. I'm telling you, these guys, these guys are serious. The Manchester City esports professional players are on the show today. Sean Shell, Springer, and Ryan Pessoa are on the show. Welcome to the show, boys.
0: Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, thanks us. for having us.
2: Hey, listen, I, I need to I need to dive in here because I was just talking about gaming. I was talking about the Commonwealth. I was talking about the new generation, the new wave. I've seen what you guys are doing, man, and it is super impressive. So I'm going to start off by saying, what does it take to become eSports top players?
0: Um, I don't really know. So There's not really a right or wrong answer to it. I think, you know, for me, I think it was about opportunity. Like I was really competitive growing up. So when I was playing games, I wanted to be the best, I wanted to win. And I got a chance to, uh, when I qualified for my first tournament to fly out to Paris. And I've been on that kind of roller coaster since. So it's kind of big opportunity, um, dedication, of course, of most things, and just try and have fun. Nice. What about you, Ryan?
1: Yeah, uh, as well, echo everything Shell said. I think, of course, the amount of hours you spend practicing, or not necessarily practicing, but as Shell said, growing up playing every single day, you don't really see it as practice. It's just something that's fit into the routine, just playing constantly against friends or other people. And I'd say mentality as well. I say having a strong mentality, always believing that you're up there with the best, will help compete with the best. I've always said that. So I think that, along with like the skill set to compete, is is very very necessary.
2: How much time Ryan goes into practicing? I think it
1: varies you know because every season for us the schedule changes when there's like tons of tournaments you find yourself playing every day practice cups you've got one tournament this weekend another one the next weekend so you're playing all the time practicing sometimes when there's little breaks in the season it's a little bit difficult to, to try and play during like a two-month break for example but you still have to play again it varies because I know for both of us at the start the first for me anyway the first couple of weeks is, it's the moment I wake up breakfast, play the day, sleep that's it genuinely the same thing for a couple of weeks
2: well okay Charles um, I'm going to ask you this what's the do's and don'ts in getting into what you guys do because listen it takes time it takes dedication it takes practice but what are the do's and don'ts that you guys recommend i'll take two from each <sighs> do's and don'ts okay so a don't for me i'd say is like
0: put pressure on yourself i think that's one of the biggest things especially in fifa people don't realize like the mental side of the game how much it is important it? um i put a lot of pressure on myself i try not to because when i'm playing without pressure that's when i play my best um, also, always believe in yourself, as most things, you got to back yourself because you're not going to win these games if you don't have faith in your skills, stuff like that. Um, but the do's, I would say, put in the work. Because I generally think if you put in the work, you do see results. So, there were tournaments where, throughout the week, I'd prepare, practice cups, and then when it comes to the actual thing, i do well. And also, I'd say, other dudes... I'm not too sure if have kind of lost me on this one, but yeah, I can't really think of a fourth one.
1: <laughs> Go on, Ryan. I say for don'ts, I say don't get disheartened after one like, little hiccup or something. Let's say you practice constantly for this one tournament, it didn't work out, and you just give up after that moment. You have to keep persevering because, again, there's always obstacles, not just in esports and everything. So you have to keep pushing through that. Another don't, I would say, actually, I'm going to go straight to a do. This is, this is hard to think on the spot. I'm going to say, a do, I would say, obviously, as Shell said, practice makes perfect. Like you have to keep practicing. And it's like you have to make sure that your preparation fits perfectly for the tournament. You don't want to go in half-half and not prepare and then you have regrets afterwards and i'd also say something to do as well when i say practice i don't necessarily mean just playing against pro players or other compared to other tournaments even playing against friends for me has helped dramatically over the years just something where we don't necessarily we always have that competitive nature but it's not something where there's any money up for grabs it's a pride and for that for me is enough to push me to like play um, constantly against them at the highest level and i say another don't would be oh let me think of an um i don't know i kind of think we covered most of them because again it's all personal purpose on the way people prepare for tournaments i would say like don't um burn out or try not to burn out because again it's something trying to find a balance between real life practicing and other aspects of your life as well so not not trying to fit just practicing in every single day there's of course times where you, where you just need to just relax and enjoy yourself as well
2: your friends must be loyal to play you lot and still yeah. be friends after losing every game. Oh my God. <laughs> I would hate to be that friend. And that's just like, oh, what are you up to? Oh, no, nah, I've got to go get something. Yeah. <laughs> to go so I'll see you lot later. Because you lot be killing teams out there.
0: A, um, lot, a lot of my friends haven't played me since I was like 15. But there's one guy that's okay. So he's over challenges me. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit scared. Because if I lose it, it's over <laughs>
2: Is there the added pressure, the fact that you lot are actually like pros at this, that you have to kind of live up to that name? Yeah, in a way,
0: it's like we, we can't lose against them, you know? It's just, but if they win, it's like it's going into the group chats, it's going on social media, just, you just can't deal with that. Yeah.
2: yeah. And um, who are the footballers you've actually faced? Because I, I was reading some articles and I, and I saw some names thrown in there. But who are the footballers you faced and who was the best one you played against for both of you? Uh, I've played quite a few. I've played a lot of them on weekend league, like Maxim
0: Lopez, French um, attacking midfielder, playing against Cedric, um, Portuguese right back. But from City, I played against Aguero, Zinchenko, and Foden. and Cole Palmer recently, actually. Cole um, Palmer and Phil Foden, very <laughs> good. Uh, Zinchenko and Aguero. I'm not going to comment on what the result was, but <laughs> um, yeah, Cole Palmer and Phil Foden was was really tough. Like I was really tough game.
1: Nice. Yeah. How about you, Ryan? Um, I've also played against Aguero as well. Um, so, uh, we, can't, we can't mention that. But who else have I played against? I played against Trent as well from Liverpool. Okay. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, I played against Kyle peters another English right-back. I've also played against Luke Mbete from Man City as well. Mm-hmm. I'd say the best out of them, though, oh, I'd probably say Trent in fairness. Again, he's got that like, competitive nature just like built into him. And he, he just wants to win. Liverpool. We played. I think he did actually. We played multiple games because we had to do it on stream and then we played a couple behind closed doors and stuff. And he was he wasn't bad, but yeah, still I still beat him in most of it. Well, I think I beat him in all of the games. I think one one we might have drawn, you know. I gave him a little bit of a. I gave myself a little handicap though,
2: but yeah, but he was decent. Okay, and if and you know when you guys reach a certain level, do you expect like eventually, or well, esports to be like, hey, listen, here your own players, you can you can jump into into the FIFA team. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, I'll be using Ryan's player. I'm at 99 pace, so it yeah. would
1: be dangerous. I <laughs> think that, that would be the dream. You never know, but again, hey, it's it's great know. that yeah, you, you never, never you never know, really and truly.
2: What I wanted to ask you, lot, um, we talk about mental fitness and mental strength a lot on the halftime show, and it's really important. All the things that we're doing through work, family, friends, being in competition, how much mental strength is required in the profession that you do? Both of you. Ryan, take this one first.
1: Yeah, I'd say I've been like a big advocate of, of that across the years, because when you just come into the scene, for from, from both of us anyway, I presume, we both started out just playing with friends, whatever. It's just a casual atmosphere. Yeah, competitive, of course, but once you get into the esport, you might not, not necessarily have aim to get into it. it, sort of could have just stumbled across. You've been competing competing for years now and you might have that situation where you have a tournament and it goes terrible. That happens. You compete in multiple tournaments every year. It's gonna there's gonna be one situation where you don't perform up to the standard. So of course, having the, the mental capacity to just bounce back after that and not be downbeat. I've been guilty of it, of course, having tournaments where I haven't performed at the level I wanted to. And it's just sort of made me feel a bit down for a little bit. But then the key is just obviously bounce back, perform or, or try to perform as well as you can. And the main thing that we look to for us, we have a psychologist at City, thanks to them as well, which is great. So we just have a, a thing where, for me anyway, just try and perform my best. Because I know if I can perform my best, I back myself to go the distance. So that's something that I'm trying to work on.
0: Nice. What about you, Shells? Yeah, I mean, I think the mental side of the game, like I said earlier, is literally the biggest, most important thing. Um, FIFA 19, there was qualifiers like every week or so, and I remember I used to get to, like, to the last stage for so the game to qualify for the actual tournament. I would get there, lose, and then you have to pick yourself up and go again next week, get there, lose again, pick yourself up. It's really tough. and that can jeopardise whether you have a great season or a bad season. Um, so it's really tough when it gets to that moment, but you have to try and reset, focus, and
2: just keep on believing yourself and keep going.
0: It's
2: a good choice of word. you just use shells, man. That's, that's the name of my book, so I'm, I'm happy you used that word. <laughs> that was my yeah. next question, actually. My next question was, normally people go, go to gaming to reset, but how do you two reset? Going <laughs> up. <laughs> I think that, I think that like, vice versa.
0: Um, I, I mean, for me to reset, I like to play different games. Yeah. And if not, I'm trying to add... For, so I started going to the gym every day. So that's like my kind of... If things don't go well on FIFA, at least I'm doing something to improve myself outside of it, kind of thing. So that's how I'm trying to look at it. So I'm just going out with friends, whether that's... Go to the cinema, or stuff I like, go shopping. Um, if not, just chill and watch um, Netflix, stuff like that.
1: OK, what about you, Ryan? For me um, in all honesty I haven't really been playing too many other games I sort of as you say gaming has always been like the, the exit from like what I but as you say it's our job now so I, I sort of have things where I play football basically two or three times a week so that's something that's to keep me active I haven't been going to the gym for a couple of months but I used to be well I used to be on a strict routine with that but I took a break um but yeah those are the two main things spending time with friends as well so that's something that uh, I like to, to do outside of the
2: gaming world wicked and um we know for for those that don't know what kind of prizes are on the line here because that the prize the prizes are serious and i'll be looking at them thinking i am miles away from that. (laughs) (laughs) but you know our touch distance what kind of prizes are on the line here
0: i mean for me it's, it's life changing money um something that you never for me i never thought i'd be able to see um from some of the tournaments i've won especially i remember telling my parents because i had to drop out of school to to go to a tournament um i came home with eighty thousand dollars and that to my parents is (laughs) they were in tears like they were in tears. tears we couldn't really believe it um but it honestly changed my life and not just about the money just about opportunities being able to Play for Man City, being able to fly around the country, uh, fly around the world, and play tournaments—it's it's a crazy opportunity for us. I bet you that changed sick days forever. Sick day, I'll please man. I mean, like when my dad sees the light at five AM now, he doesn't say a word. He just knows. <laughs> he just knows, knows that's a bonus. Times
2: have changed, huh? yeah. now. <laughs>
1: No, so, yeah, I didn't hear you. Yeah, so it's similar to Shell's, of course. Just the, the prize money, the statue of tournaments, being able to rep City, which is like the biggest club right now, is, is amazing. So there's a lot of prize up for grabs. I try my best, though, to not look at it. Obviously, that's like the main thing, but I, I, I want a trophy. You know, Shell's won Eprem last year. I want to win a cup together for City. So we have the opportunity to do that this year with Club or Cup. So, again, it's kind of like... I'm try obviously the money is important. It helps with like the security. It helps the family just to help them out as well. Yeah. And that's always been like the, the main thing as well. See, growing up with my mum, women I I had like the most luxury lifestyle growing up. So being able to help, even if it's little things like helping out with the shopping every week, just sort of that stuff for me is like the main thing. Mm.
2: Last one before I let you guys go. Now obviously the gaming world, especially FIFA, has its celebrations. What's your favorite celebration? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm not really a guy so you know what? I let off sometimes like a little scream, like a little roar, if I score a goal and stuff like that. But I think, I think Ryan's your guy for celebration. He's trying to get us in some trouble. Some trouble. It, it
1: depends. I'll be honest, because like some, if I feel like there's like a grudge match, I don't necessarily have like people where I think oh, I want to be. I, I want to be everybody, but mm. if I feel as if there's that element where they think they're better than me, for example, and I just show them up. Anything could come out at the moment. I see the Gnabry. I see a bit oh, of the Gnabry. Yeah, yeah, that's a great celebration as well. I like to, I like to stare them directly in the eyes. Just <laughs>
0: that's
1: what I like to do. But yeah, I don't know. It, it, it dep- Honestly, anything could come out at the moment. It, it really depends.
2: Well, listen, I know you guys um, have got a big weekend coming up. I know you guys are coming out to the expo as well, um, which should be good. I can't wait to have you guys on on, on this side of the world. That's going to be amazing. And also, guys, from us here in Sharjah on Pulse95 Radio, keep shining. You know, um, mad respect to you guys for doing what you do. And you know what, man? I'm going to keep an eye out. And if you guys have any tips, yeah. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> <Not> me. <laughs> Take care, guys, and thank you. Okay, man. Sure. All the best, guys. I'm out.
0: This is the halftime show with
2: Omar Alduri. Oh, he lifts the pilot!
1: This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95.
2: Nice Salam, welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Dury. I'm your host, Kevin Everything Sport International Local. If you're wondering what is going on, I'll tell you now. I did not expect that. That was a wicked show. The guys were really, really cool. How much goes into gaming? Like the mental strength of it was interesting. How they became, you know, esports top players, how much time goes into it, how much practice goes into it, who are the footballers they faced, who's the best footballer they faced, how do they reset? kind of prizes can you imagine what kind of prizes are on the line it's not just bragging rights you know when you grow up playing it's normally like bragging rights like you, you beat your friend and you think yep yeah, you know i'm the best and you go into the classroom and you think yeah i beat him in fifa these guys do it on such a high level that the stress that comes behind it you know how many times have we seen people play fifa and get so angry or, you know, just get so angry, and I'll, I'll be one of those people. You know, when you concede in the last minute, you're thinking, "No, oh, can't believe I lost that game." Well, this was this was insightful. I mean, I have to I have to chat seven. And also, obviously, Ryan Pessoa and Shells as well. They were really, really cool. But it's a it very, very different experience to have, you know, gamers on the show. And you think that okay, this is a sports show, but this is like esports, and this is the direction that you know sports is going in. And and I, you know, again, we've spoken about this on the show before. But to have professional Manchester City players on the show at a different kind of level that is full time on the halftime show I hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did and remember you can always catch us every Monday Wednesday Saturday 3 to 4 on the only place to be at 3 the halftime show on Pulse 95
0: this is Pulse 95 tune in live
2: every Monday Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm